Sportscast presents Hoops Talk, hosted by Alabama basketball legend Irwin Dudley and Sportscast contributor Ryan Krista. All basketball, from college basketball to the NBA. Listen to Sportscast Hoops Talk on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. Sportscast Hoops Talk. Rhythm, debate, layup, and dunk. Sports Talk Hoops Talk. Welcome to Hoops Talk, presented by the Sportscast, May 22nd, 2022. If you haven't yet, please subscribe in all our channels, YouTube, Twitch.tv, Twitter, and Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to us on your smart speaker. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. It will help us out tremendously. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, and also TuneIn Radio. Uh, we're also on online digital radio, so you can listen to us 24-7. If you want to you know, listen to something random on sports, uh, look for the sports talk. We're there. We're also airing uh, the Lakers run back in 1999 and 2000. Great, one of the great Lakers teams of all time. You can listen to that. Uh, visit us. Uh, uh, also, you can visit us on the sportscast.net, the latest and greatest. Um, and of course, you could uh, you could follow us on Twitter, the sportscast one. What a day in sports! Obviously, tonight is a basketball show. I'm wearing my Liverpool shirt because Liverpool was about to uh, could have won the light, uh, the Premier League uh, today. They did not. Um, but we got the Champions Leagues next week, and uh, we'll see how that girl uh, goes. And uh, we had uh, late breaking news today. Justin Thomas won it, uh, won the hundred hundred and fourth PGA Championship. Congratulations to him. Anyways, let's get back into the show. We got Erwin Dudley, two week hiatus. Welcome back. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. It's been a while. I'm back, ready. Talk basketball, man. You know, had some some things going on, but hey, I'm back and I'm ready to get it rocking and rolling. Exactly, basketball still going. You watch some soccer, I heard. So you probably gonna watch the Champions League final next week. Yeah, I probably will. More like like I do. I I, I've grown to I've grown to enjoy soccer. So you know, being overseas and playing over there and being able to to watch some games and being able to to actually go to games, uh, it's really exciting. So that's how I kind of. I kind of grown to uh, to to really um, like them or enjoy enjoy soccer. Um, so, but I'm I'm happy about it. Yeah. Now next week, Liverpool versus Real Madrid, and we'll have the predictions towards the end of the show, and maybe Irwin will select Liverpool, but maybe he's a Madrid fan. We don't know. We'll just stay tuned. <laughs> um, <laughs> last night, my Miami Heat uh, beat the Celtics in New England last night. I did not um, expect them to win in Game Three. Um, I was expecting maybe game four, realistically. Yeah. Um, but last night, bam, Adebayo had uh 31 points last night. PJ Tucker, the guy who collects sneakers, 17 points. Larry Levin, stress 16. Um, yeah. game two was horrible for the Heat. They came back in game three. Erwin, what were your thoughts over last night's game? Uh, you you can kind of expect that, um, uh, for a championship team, like 
like my culture of Miami. It was um, it was a really gritty, it's a gritty um, win for them, um, especially with Jimmy Butler going out. Um, but again, you know, you have to take your head off to them for just coming out and competing the way they did and, and being able to win in Boston. Uh, if you look at what they did, how they played in Miami, I mean, they, they, they didn't play good at all. They laid an egg. And, you know, Boston played really well. They shot the ball well. They did a whole a bunch of things. And uh, they had no answer for them. But then for them to come back and put it on the defensive plane and get into Tatum the way they did, man, it was it was, it was, a, it was a great, great showing of some defense. I mean, they pressured him. They played physical the entire game. And, and you know, the referees let him play. Yeah, uh, that's something uh, that we saw last night. One of the key factors that I saw, Irwin, was uh, the injury of uh, uh, Jimmy Butler. Yep. Um, I think he, I think he came out before the half, I believe. Um, which it was a concept that the Heat doesn't have. What are your thoughts over that? Uh, I mean, Butler's been playing really well. I mean, I think he carried them in the in the Philly Philly series. So if they didn't, if they didn't have him, then I think they would have they would they wouldn't they wouldn't have beat Philly. They might have beat him, but they wouldn't might have beat him as bad as they did. And so Jimmy Butler is a, is a leader. He plays on both ends of the court. So they definitely gonna need Jimmy Butler coming out of stretch. So hopefully his injury is not as serious, but hopefully he's back. But they're gonna need him. Boston Celtics, Horford had 20 points, uh, 14 rebounds. Smart scored 16. Uh, Tatum, only 10 yeah. points. Erwin, that, I think that might have been a factor for the Celtics loss. I agree. Tatum, uh, like I said, they played him really, really physical. And it was uh, they played him way tougher than they did last game. Uh, Jalen Brown had 40. But, again, that you know that it, it was a good game for him, but Tatum is the one kind of one that makes makes them go, and uh, they played physical and took him out of his game. Yeah, uh, only had three for fourteen shooting. Uh, he had six turnovers, which that doesn't really help. Um, but Jalen Brown, star of the show. Um, to be honest, you know, he stepped it up, but not enough. Yeah, and he he stepped it up, but again. Um, they needed Tatum. Him and him and Brown are one, two punch. And you know, Marcus Spart, he's when he's going and he's playing and doing stuff and helping the team. Um, you know, it's good. Um, but again, like I said, Tatum uh he is the he's that go, he's the engine. So you, you kinda cut his head off and then, you know, it's like, you know, you like it's the other t- other other guys. You let them get their get their points or whatever. Again, but Tatum is the, that 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 I mean the best scoring scoring guard they have. Yeah, uh, as we were talking about before, you know, with Butler out, I think um, uh, uh, of Bam uh, stepping up to the to the game. I think yeah. was very critical. Um, which a, a lot of my, the Heat fans that I know down here was like, Bam needs to step it up, step it up, and it came through. Mm-hmm. Um, this Spolster team is – it kind of reminds me from what happened two years ago, and I think they're just continuing on what they did. Um, but to be honest, Erwin, I, I, I mean, I mean, yes, I'm from Miami, but I, can't, I mean, I, 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 I had to be on – like, uh, like I, I had to be fair. 
I cannot tell who's the clear winner or the clear candidate go to the championship series. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's going to be, it, it really is going to come out who who's playing the best at the, at the time. Like I had a friendly wager with me and my brother. Um, I, I, I got Boston beat Miami, honestly, um, just because of the way they play defense. And I know Miami plays play defense as well, but um, it, I, I, I went with Boston, whatever. He's a, he's a, diehard Miami. And so with that being said, I, I took the took the wager with him, but um I don't think you can go I don't think you can go wrong with either one of the teams. But but again I, I went with Boston just because I love the way because they've been playing defense, you know, the entire year. Yeah, and and with the Celtics team and their history coming into this, yeah. um, you know, they have a lot going on. And beating Milwaukee Bucks. That was a tough series. Yeah, um, but Middleton, Middleton being out though, you know that that kind of, you know, that helped them out a lot. You know, I think it would even it would have been even better series with him, with him with him in the lineup. You think it, it would have been uh, completely different if Middleton was in the series? I, I definitely think it would. I think it would um, because when you think about it, you you, have, you got a twenty plus point. Um, scoring is missing, and you know they needed that. I mean, even though Giannis he played great, um, and Drew Holiday played well, um, but still they still needed that extra extra man um, to score and defend because you know he's a big defender. Yeah, uh, major disappointment from uh, major disappointment for the Bucks who went the championship, uh, who won the championship last season. Um, but you know it, it's tough to get back to it again. Obviously yeah. with Middleton not there. Um, which we could talk about the Bucks. I mean, do you think they need more pieces, or do you think they're good for now? I think they shouldn't have let they should have never let PJ Tucker go. <laughs> That's what I said from the get go. Like he he was a part of that, that championship, and you know he helped him. He guarded him. same thing he's doing with Miami right now. He's going to one of the toughest players. Um, they, he that's what he does night in and night out. He knocks down shots and he he knows his limits and, and he does he, what he does he does really well. He defends well and he shoots the corner three well and that's what he does and so that's how he did it. And so he was a key part. I mean, just think about how he played Durant, you know, to coming down this year. He well last year and stuff and. Uh, I would have never let that rid of him. I let him go. Yeah, some pieces, you know, uh, some teams let these players go because of money or a cap, or maybe yep. uh, they're seeing, or they're seeing something like we're not seeing, you know, or maybe they have some other deal. Uh, I think about the Sixers when they like uh, uh, when they let go of uh, Curry, Seth Curry, uh, for Harden. I didn't like that deal to be honest. I thought uh, Seth Curry was a big part of that Sixers team. And uh, Harden, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Is there enough sample size to say he's just not the playoff guy? No, I, I can I can honestly agree with you on that. Um, and it, he showed it um, year in and year out. Um, he's not a playoff guy. And you saw what MB said about him. You know, he's not the player that, you know, we, we thought he was. Um, yeah, I think he's taking a step back. Uh, you know, then. League rule change. I think that that hurt him as well. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with the Sixers team. Uh, definitely has potential. Has not made it to no. the 
finals yet. Uh, something that could be attained. Uh, but teams like the Miami Heat and Celtics and Milwaukee are definitely um, are the three best candidates to make it in the next upcoming years. Um, I do want to highlight Kyle Lowry, 11 points. He, yeah. he uh, coming back from injury, uh, playoff experience. Um, if Butler doesn't come back tomorrow night, I believe it's uh, I believe it's tomorrow night the game uh, game four. Larry has to step it up as well. He does, and next week he had eleven points, and he's a NBA champion, experienced guard. Um, so they're definitely going to need him, if, if, especially if Butler's not back. Um, he brings that's one of the reasons I brought him in. Um, but you know he had an hamstring injury, so he has to kind of be careful or whatever because again like i said you know you, those injuries they happen they happen this second and so it's it's i mean it's different game four is tomorrow night on uh, monday night uh miami at boston um it is pretty critical game i would say uh for the celtics a little bit more pressure on them but if miami Wins that game, it's over. But I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, then game five is very pivotal. Um, I think the the stat or the percentage for game five, whoever wins that, it has a good chance of winning the series. Oh yeah, that that that, that is that's the case. But again, Boston, Boston, they they need to win because if they don't win next game, it's it's over. You yeah, know? it's over. So we'll see what happens. It feels like it's going back and forth. Um, uh, but this past game was uh, quite interesting. All right, let's go into uh, Warriors and Mavericks. Um, the Warriors were down most of uh, game um, two, yeah. and the Warriors came back in the second half, as Warriors do sometimes. Uh, they just kind of <laughs> pummeled through. Uh, they won 126 to 117. Uh, Warriors outscored the Mavs sixty-eight to forty-five, or the over the final two frames on their way. Um, six different Golden State players hit double figures in the scoring department, yeah. <laughs> including Kevin Looney scored twenty points. Erwin <laughs> more than twenty points for the first time in his career. Twenty-one he points, did. twelve rebounds, ten of fourteen shooting. Um, this looks like a, a, a San Antonio Spurs team. What are your thoughts over that? Uh, over the over the um, game two win for the Warriors, I mean Steph Curry. I mean, uh, like you said, they were down for the most of the game, but again, you know Steph Curry and that championship DNA. Um, you know they they fought, and you know you saw the same thing in um, in the previous series against Memphis. You know they struggled some, but again, like they found a way to win. I know Dallas is a different team, but again. You know, they have championship DNA. And uh, if they don't find a way to slow Steph Curry down, then, again, they're going to lose again tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Warriors were able to neutralize uh, Luka Doncic, uh, definitely the star of the Mavericks team. Um, Curry, 47 points. Yep. Uh, that, that's a good uh, good amount. Uh, Looney 37. Hold on, hold on. Excuse me, excuse me. Hold on, hold on here. I might get the wrong stats. No, no, it is right. 126. I think so. Okay, sorry about that. But, um, yeah, Steph Curry, you know, a, a magician, a, 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 a guy that has so much energy. Um, 
playoff contention. I would say Mama mentality. You know, uh, the guy is lethal. Um, and I think, you know, I, 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 I was kind of discussing this with another friend of mine, actually with Victor. And, I like, is this Warriors team stronger than it was a few years ago? Are the same, a little bit, like, less, weaker? Like, what are your thoughts? I, I think that the um, – I think the teams from the previous years are stronger. Um, I'm just looking at from, you know, the guys that they had come in, the role player like Sean Livingston, Iguodala. Those guys came in and, you know, they filled a critical role for the, for the team. They defended, but then also, too – it was very reliable on the offensive end. You know, even when Steph and Clay, when they were making three-pointers, you had Sean Livingston and you had Eagle Dollar that was coming in. They were knocking down mid-range shots and some some three balls. So, again, I think that that previous year team was stronger. Um, no, they was, no, they was playing well. And then they had um, Bogut. Bogut was playing really well for them also. Bogut, wow. That is uh, vintage. I never remember him. Um, yeah. Okay, so I, I get the correct uh, score. Sorry about that. I got it from, uh, from a couple of years ago. Um, 15, uh, 32 points by Curry. Uh, Jordan pulled 23. Of course, Luna got 21. Uh, Clay Thompson, 15. Older, uh, Otto, uh, Otto Porter Jr., um, 11 points. Andrew Wiggins, 16. And I, I, I have to agree with Irwin. Yeah, it's definitely not uh, the Kevin Durant uh, Golden State team, which was was really rampant, really on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, but it's okay because it seems like the other teams are not going to stop them. So, oh, it, it just, but again, you brought up Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant made the Warriors seem like they was invincible. Like it seems like nobody, you know, nobody could beat them. And you know, don't get me wrong, this year's team is good. Well, Kevin Durant had a whole other dimension to that team. I mean, he, I mean, they just look unstoppable. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and of course, there's debate. Durant belonged it. Of course, he won the the MVP uh, twice uh, for the finals. Um, let's look at the Mavericks. Uh, Luke, of course, with 42 points. Jalen Brunson with 31 points. Uh, Reggie Bullock 21, and Dory Finney-Smith with 10 points. Um, Erwin, mm-hmm. what does the Mavs need to do to cut the series in half? Again, so now Steph, um, and then you look at your role players. They gotta, they gotta be better. Um, Klebar has to, Klebar has to be better. He was one for five from the field, one for five from three point nine. He only had three points in target the you whole know, game. <clears throat> Bertans had only six points. Um, Dittwitty, he only had four points. So I mean, so those guys are critical to the success of the of the uh, Mavericks. If you look at what they did, you know, in the previous series, I mean, they played they played well. That's why Phoenix went home. Dittwitty played well, and so they're gonna need that same contribution even more with the Warriors because again, the Warriors they they can score. They can really score, and they got three three four guards that can really shoot the basketball, and they can. And they can get to the cup, and so there's going to be constant pressure on Dallas because and Luca because Luca's not a really good defender. But they're going to continue to put pressure on him because I mean he's not a good defender, so they're going to make him guard. 
Correct. Uh, they get the, they need to neutralize Steph Curry, which a lot of teams have trouble with doing. Uh, but yeah. maybe they have some secret sauce somewhere in Dallas. Uh, which, by the way, Charles Barkley rode into Dallas on a horse, to the stadium. <laughs> so, not sure what happened there, but hey, it's a very Texas thing to do, I guess. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, to be honest, Irwin, I I don't see the Mavericks winning the series. I think Warriors could sweep. They could win in five. Maybe six at worst, but Man, what are your thoughts? I had listen. I had um, I had Phoenix winning the last series, and and, and uh, Ryan Krista, he he he's a Mavericks fan, and he didn't even he didn't pick. He could even pick his own team, and so um, I had Dallas, I had Dallas losing, and. Man, I tell you, they they, they hurt me when, when, when uh, they hurt me when they beat, when they beat Phoenix, man. Because again, like I said, I had Phoenix winning. I just didn't see it play. And and like I said, you know, if you don't go ahead and finish the team off like Dallas, I mean, he didn't defend like he should. I mean, they can knock down shots. Um, Dallas can knock down shots, and they have Luca. I mean, he's almost he's playing at another level, especially in the playoffs. And he had the role players and stuff that we just mentioned a few minutes ago, how they're stepping in and playing well. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's very difficult. I, I, I was surprised it was Phoenix. I mean, people were picking Phoenix to win the whole thing. That's how Yeah, exactly. How strong a team was. Um, but I guess Booker's injury could have been a factor. Uh, double teaming Chris Paul was a factor. I mean. Going at him. You know, going and attacking Chris Paul, that was something, you know. But again, um, you know, I mean, they just they just played the Dallas just played. They played a, a lot better better than them when they really counted. How much relief you think Warriors have that they're playing the Mavericks and, 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 and instead of the Suns? I I think they are a little, a little bit relieved. Oh yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. I mean, just think about it. I mean, I mean, you have a a team that, like I said, they predicted Phoenix to go to win, and you know, and so they was looking, they was looking at making it back to the finals, and they couldn't, and they they didn't. So uh, I would be happy not to play. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that Suns team, you know, and basketball, same for football or any sport, it's about matchup. Mm-hmm. It doesn't okay. matter what seed you are. Some of these teams, if you're like an eighth seed, you match up well with that first seed. But I will mm-hmm. have to give the benefit of the doubt. You know. The Pelicans did take the Suns to seven games, so I don't know if there's something there to look at. You know, I mean, if you look at it, the Pelicans are not a bad team, though. They got some, they got some stars. I mean, if you look at Brandon Ingram, I mean, you saw what he was on the Lakers, and then now he's there. He's he's a superstar for the Pelicans, and he's coming to his own form. He's playing, he's playing good. And then McCullum used to know he's been doing over in um, Portland. He had been doing in Portland all those years, so it, it doesn't surprise me. Then they have young guys. Even Zion Williamson didn't even play this year, but just see, just see what, what they were able to do and accomplish. So if he comes back healthy and able to give them give them a lift, I mean they're going to be a really good team for for a few years if Zion stays healthy. And then you have Herb and you have Murphy, those guys. They're playing. They're playing good. El Dorado. Um, they defend. They defend and they play well. And they 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 play their role as well. That was probably the best trade all year. Yeah, you know, the yeah. Pelicans better than the yeah. uh, the Seventy Sixers. 
trade. You know, but we'll see what happens with the Pelicans. Zion did not play as Irwin said. If he comes back to the lineup, maybe they would have beat the Suns. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, Zion needs a lot of proving to do still. He does. He does. You know, um, hopefully, I think, I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll, uh, 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 he will come back soon healthy because, you know, these NBA seasons, man, they, they're wear and tear. It's, they really are. I, it could be an equivalent to the NFL. I mean, it's the ankles, you know, the backs. It's just a lot of these players are playing injured. There's just no way one player is 100%. Maybe to the exception, a uh, bench player. You know, but man, it is a constant grind. You're beating body up night in and night out, and um, they're just—I mean, it's part of it, man. I've, you know, I've had injuries in basketball and dealing with dealing with injuries now and stuff. Man, you just—it's—it's a constant grind and stuff. And you're and you're trained as a as an athlete or as a player. You have to pay through injuries, and so they're just part of it. Yeah, I know how to deal with some injuries. Yeah. Um, here's a round robin news. Jawan Howard says no to the Lakers head coaching job. Your thoughts? Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> hey, because you have that you said you have LeBron, he's a GM, so he's gonna be making the decision. I mean, and Jawan Howard, he's he's at home, he's in Michigan, you know, that's that's where he I think he's happy there. So it's like Wally. You know, go go to the NBA or whatever, and you like say he's comfortable and he's happy at Michigan, and uh, like I said, you know he's having some, some success there. So I don't see why leaving jump ship. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Lakers are not in a good position to be honest, if you ask me. Um, nope. But her genie bus is definitely um, gonna take matters in her own hands, and yep. she, I, th- I believe, she hired or well it's actually her ex-boyfriend uh phil jackson to uh, consult about the next coach oh yeah i mean this i mean that's understandable but again like i said um it, it's, it's gonna be tough <clears throat> whoever even nobody even matter who they bring in just because if they don't get rid of somebody they don't make some changes i mean it's not it's not gonna it's gonna be the same results this year uh, I think they they gotta find a way, and to get rid of Russell Brick, they gotta get they gotta find a way to tell, to offload him. And I don't know if any teams are gonna take him because because of how high his salary is this coming year. I think he's what forty five, forty seven million something like that. I think. So yeah, it's a lot of change there. Yeah. Um, what's up with these uh, ex Thunder players? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Kevin Durant's the only one doing okay, but yeah. it's not that pretty either. But even if I think that, even if I think that if he hadn't went to uh, Golden State, I still I don't think he would be a champion now. I don't think he would be um, talked. I mean, I think he'd be talked about. But I don't think he you know had a one time as the, the best player in the world, the best clothes. I mean, you think about it. Look who you're playing with. You know what I'm saying? You playing with you playing with Clay, you playing with Steph. You know, like so that was already a championship team, whatever came there. You just add another one of you know, a top guy like Kevin Durant, of course you're gonna be you're gonna be even better. Yeah, it's something that 
you know, it was one of those mysteries of what happened. And that core was huge. Maybe yeah. if they were stuck around a little bit longer, they could have done some more damage. But, you know, I don't know. The system, chemistry, things like the Warriors, great organization. Things just fell in together in the, in the right time, right place. Um, Chicago Bulls back in the 90s as well. Lakers in the early 2000s. That's just the Thunder is one of those teams that just did not happen. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, last news, uh, Mavericks got fined, penalized, uh, for continuing to violate league rules regarding team bench decorum. Your thoughts on that? Man, players are cheering their teammates on, and you have to let them do that. I mean, I understand. <clears throat> I guess it's from a – I don't know, even from a safety thing. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's, I don't know. But, again, you're coming to find a team that's cheering on the teammates. Um, I, and I, I, think it's, I think it's ridiculous. But, again, it's just one of the rules that they have, they have. And, you know, it's like they're just picking at something. They're picking, looking to find something or picking, picking to find something. But, again, the money goes to a charity, so that's, that's a good cause. <laughs> so it's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens. I, I which kind of reminds me of the Washington Commanders that had the same issue. Or, oh no, uh, the away teams had to bring their own stuff, their away uh, gear, and mm-hmm. like their benches because Commanders would never provide them with benches or something. So, but this is kind of different. Uh, mm-hmm. But there you have it. Um, let's go into predictions, Erwin. Your predictions for tonight, Game Three, Ma- uh, Warriors at Mavericks. Give us a score as well. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Maverick because they're in desperation mode. They need to win. If they don't win tonight, um, they're definitely not gonna win. They're not gonna win four straight. Um, but they don't win tonight, so um, they need. They definitely need to win tonight, and I think they're gonna do it. But then I think I'm not gonna. I think the Warriors are winning. Win the next game, but I definitely think. Um, I definitely think the Dallas is gonna put win tonight. Dallas went and the score wise would be a 10 point win, 21 point. I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be a, a, I don't think it'll be a blowout or anything. I think it'll be, I think it'll be about about eight points, eight, 10 points. I don't think it'll be a 20 just because of the way um, Golden State scored the basketball. I don't think, I don't think, I definitely don't think it'd be no more than 10 points. Yeah, pretty conservative score, a 10-point lead. I think that's pretty good. I mean, when was the last time you see them, uh, you see the Warriors be uh, getting blown out? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I think uh, maybe the Grizz did in Game Five. Except for but... Memphis, Memphis did it. Memphis yeah. did it in uh, Game what five, four, five. In uh, you know, Memphis they, they beat them pretty bad, but the, you know, yeah. But they, then they came back and handled business in um, in Golden State the next game. So. Yeah, that that Grizzly team is the team of the future. Yeah, I think. Yeah, if if Durant keeps himself healthy, because it feels like he could could, uh, could have tendencies of being injury prone. So yeah, I mean the, the way he plays, I mean he plays really hard. He's athletic, and he you know he uses his body, and he, he's all you know he's all over the place. So he's definitely prone to having more injuries than, than a lot of other guys, but. He's, he's going to have to know how to, you know, to take care of himself. There you have it. Air, uh, it it's Air Morant because that guy could – I haven't seen fly. those type of dogs in the game since Michael and, yeah, and Kobe. Fly. He can fly. He can fly. <laughs> he can fly. 
maybe uh, Nike could give them the player exclusive shoes. They they should. They should. That's kind of hard to get, by the way. Huh? <laughs> That's hard to get. Oh yeah, I know. I know, especially with Nike. I think Kyrie. I think Kyrie and PJ Tucker are, are like the last ones recently. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if Tucker has no, a PJ. Giannis. Oh yeah, Giannis. I like his shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that I am a kind of a sneakerhead. Like I don't buy the sneakers, but I just like look at them on Instagram yeah. a lot. I'm and same. I'm a huge Tinkerhead uh, Hatfield fan. So, I, I, I mean, I don't buy like I don't buy sneakers like that. Either. I do, like you said, I like to look at them, like to see, like I buy joints here, or there. Um, just really kind of depending on which ones are coming out. I can get them in my size. What is your favorite Jordan shoe? I like the ones, ones or threes and the fours. Those are my favorite. Me too. <laughs> and I would add the eleven. You like the elevens? Yeah, like the one that he came back uh, to the Bulls in ninety five. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Those yeah. were uh, they were special. Uh, but like the first ones, I know they're very simple, but I love those and the threes and how much design. Which he almost left Nike. Uh, I think to Adidas because he did, like Nike was just wasn't you know wasn't delivering so and uh, and then Tinker came in and then he stayed once he saw the threes so mm-hmm. <laughs> okay all right um, who takes game four in Boston uh, he's up two one Irwin what's gonna happen there um, I see with Boston redeeming itself. Uh, you know they they didn't they didn't play Tatum had a bad game. Um, you know they played pretty good. They fought back. They fought and got back into the game. They were down big, and then they fought back and got into the game. I don't see Tatum having another game like he had um, last night. Um, but I'm rocking with Boston. Um, I think I think that, I think that series has the potential to go to seven easily. Yeah, better chance than the Warriors and Mavericks for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. You know, bring game seven. I haven't seen a good game seven. Well, the the Mavericks and Bucks. I mean, the Celtics and Bucks was a good game seven. Man, that Boston Stadium can get really loud. It's, yes, it does. It's hostile environment they, in the weekend, especially. Fans. Really good fans. Yeah, I mean, I know Curry doesn't like them, but you know, <laughs> so hey, it's part of the territory. You're just gonna yes, have sir, to like, yeah. you know, you're just gonna have to deal with it. I mean, Michael Jordan when when he went to Detroit, it was tough. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you just got to go through those fans. Anyways, uh, and then finally, everyone's been waiting for this. Champions League final in Paris, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Who you got? <laughs> uh, I hadn't watched um I hadn't watched Liverpool or Real Madrid, but I'm just I'm gonna go I like I am gonna go off of my off my mind from, from the past. I'm gonna go with Real Madrid. Real Madrid. That's the same pick, by the way. Yeah, going to Real Madrid. They got history. They got more history than Liverpool uh, for these type of finals. So mm-hmm. I'm going for Liverpool. Not going to be easy, uh, but we'll see what happens. Well, there you have it. Um, Hoops talk, May 22nd, of course. We we review the Celtics and the Heat. Fantastic series. Erwin uh, agrees that series might go longer. Um, and then Mavericks and Warriors feels like it's a Warriors year to be honest. No matter who wins the East, <laughs> I'm saying it, man. I've seen this before. I don't. This is like Boston and Miami are no Toronto Raptors, and they're no nah, Cleveland. Nah. So, and then you see Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins stepping up to the plate. They're young. They're hungry. 
like this is our moment to win the championship, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, because this could be, you know, Steph Curry's last few years. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, Erwin, what is the best way to reach you online? Uh, on Facebook, just Erwin Dudley, and then uh, Instagram is Erwin underscore Dudley thirty five, and then Twitter. I, I wish we get my Twitter handle. <laughs> Erwin Dudley is the easiest. Yeah, I think it's Erwin Dudley. I think maybe Erwin Dudley. Yeah, Erwin Dudley. And uh, are are you on TikTok yet? I have TikTok, but I never post. I just I just watch the videos and laugh at people doing ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I know TikTok. You can spend hours on that. It's worse than yeah, 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 it'll get you. It'll get you. You can follow us on the Sportscast One on Twitter and Instagram, or the Sportscast dot net, our website. Tomorrow we have a journalist tomorrow that will be interviewing for the twelve p.m. show. Uh, she's covered women's soccer and she also does NBA, NFL, and almost all the sports. She is uh, Katie Goodman, so take a look at that. And then on Wednesday, uh, we're having two shows on Friday. We're gonna have the Champions League preview on Friday afternoon, and then on Friday at 12, we're talking to a reporter named uh, I met him in a coffee shop, Joseph Hastings. He works for On Three, it's a new website, they're calling like the new 247. Uh, the founders of 247 created on three, and he covers Alabama, actually, Alabama football. And uh, he's from South Carolina, but he loves Bama. Yeah, so. I mean, understood. You know, South Carolina, they're not good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are your thoughts over the uh, the, the uh, comments on Saban and the NIL and Jimbo spending $48 million on players? <laughs> Man, I tell you, it's just, it's just some stuff just needs to be, you know, done that they even talked about. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, people, they, they're they using NIL or whatever to take advantage of get players. But I think the NCAA should have, before they rolled out the thing, they should have had some type, of, some type of stipulations and stuff. And I know they did, but they should have some type of way where they enforced it. And, you know, a lot of schools are using it to their you know, advantage. Which you know, which is expected, but again, you can get all the recruits and all the talent you want to, but you have to coach them, and so and that's when well, that's another thing. Like you can get the talent, but can you coach them? Um, and so that's what it is. And can you control the locker room, keep your guys in check? Point because again, you'll have some guys making more money than assistant coaches and stuff, and kind of And then you know you have guys that are making money. They have making money, and so now it's not like it's it's not it's not that much different between college and the NFL. I mean, they're both getting paid. Um, you know, just you know, like some of the guys that getting ninety million dollar contracts, or whatever. Like they got a guy getting a few a few million. So um, again, it, it just changed the dynamics of, of college football, and I and I'm all for it in NIL. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite it's quite interesting, and some of these players are are you know getting some good checks before they enter in the NFL. Have yeah. been um, have you been hearing the same for college basketball? Are, are you know players getting some good uh, good deals there? I've, I've I've not heard of guys getting deals like like the uh, like the college football, but um, but I know some some are some are getting some, but I don't I don't think I don't think 
they'll they'll get as much as college football just because it's college football is just a, a bigger I guess a bigger brand or whatever and they produce more revenue than um in college basketball. That's quite interesting. That is really interesting to hear that. Yeah, college football is king. Um yeah. it is a good it's pretty much like another like a it's almost like another NFL to be honest. Um third degree. Um and there's some schools like Alabama that has more money than some NFL teams. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's it's well, interesting Texas world. Like what was they, that? they have yeah. Texas A&M. I mean, they have you know they have boosters, they have all the stuff. So Texas and you know, schools like that, so they they'll have a lot more money too than some other schools. Quite interesting. Maybe do a special on that in the future. Anyways, that's all. All she wrote, Erwin. I appreciate you coming on to Hoofstock. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. It's good to be back. Let's go, Heat. <laughs> Thank you.